This is Forge Daily with Mackenzie Barwell on the Forge Audio Network. Forge fans, welcome to Forge Daily. Today is August 17th, 2023. I'm your host, Mackenzie Barwell, here to give you all things Forge FC. We are quickly approaching another game day, so tomorrow we will hear from Coach Bobby and another player at the pre-match press conference. But today, a few other things to get into, beginning with an exciting announcement that was made yesterday regarding the Spark Summit. And for those of you who missed the episode where I kind of dove into what the event is, the Spark Summit is happening at Tim Hortons Field right before Forge's matchup against Cavalry on September 9th. It's essentially a panel of women in the industry to lead discussions about women in sport business. So yesterday, the club announced the first speaker, Megan Sheka, and she is phenomenal. She's the co-founder and CEO of Stathletes. It's a hockey data and analytics company that helps give insight to over 22 leagues across the world, including the highest professional levels across North America and Europe. Megan was also featured on the insert cover of Hockey News Top 100 of Power and Influence. She was listed at 95th overall. Then she was also included in the top 10 for hockey business executives. This morning, I had the chance to talk to Forge's manager of community partnerships, Shannon Connolly. She's someone who's been a part of the event before, and she has a leading role going into this year. So she knows the best out of anyone regarding what to expect. So I thought she would have some of the best insight. Here was our conversation. Yeah, so it is a panel series and networking event that we started last year. And this year, we're kind of upping the ante a little bit. So we've got two different panels talking about industry trends, you know, speaking to some women that have absolutely storied careers in the sports industry. It's amazing. And then I think the most exciting part of the event is that networking event that follows with Mm -hmm. the the backdrop of a top-of-the-table battle between Calvary and Ford, which is really exciting. So you get to talk about you know, working in the sports industry with people while the game's right on in the background. So it's a pretty pretty unique networking. Yeah, I know it was extremely successful last year. How did you find the response was afterwards? I think it was great. I mean, um, as much as there's events like this popping up all around, I feel like it's always a great opportunity to bring women together, especially in this industry, to, you know, share successes, share stories and the more that we can connect with each other and build each other up, the, the better it's going to be. Yeah. So we had, you know, some great success last year with our incredible panelists. Uh, one soccer's Andy Petrillo was part of it. We had uh, Taylor McIntyre, who's just joined our organization mm-hmm. on the the Grey Cup team as well. So uh, talk about networking first and foremost, but. Yeah, I think uh, we're really excited to build off of that energy this year. The event itself is revolving around women in the sports industry, but it's not limited to just females. So why do you think it would be important to see both men and women represent? Yeah, I mean, we're all in the room together, right? Mm -hmm. So as much as we we think that women building up other women is so important at the end of the day, we all need allies and networking is, is vital to success in this industry man, woman, whatever you identify as, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that the more men that we have that come out along with women, it's just going to you know uplift young people looking to really start a career in sports. Exactly. Last thing, we announced that Megan is our first speaker. So what can you say about her? Because holy, her bio is insane. I can't even talk about everything she's uh, done. Megan has such a pedigree. We're so lucky to have her this year. Yeah. And um, 
a pretty pretty big name to drop as our first speaker, For which sure. is super exciting. As someone who is like a bit of a data nerd, I was so stoked when Megan <laughs> yeah. came on board. So I'm really excited to hear Megan. I mean, talk about the topics. I mean, we have you know future trends in the industry. We have people with story careers, and and Megan really fits both of those. So I'm really uh, really really excited to have her, and even more excited to drop the rest of our speakers. Yeah. And, uh, Cliffhanger coming soon. So thanks, Shannon. Thank you. All right, moving on. Something that Coach Bobby mentioned yesterday and behind the beard, if you had a chance to listen, um, was the competitiveness of the league this year. So no one team, of course, have been able to pull away far enough where they have a significant lead. Bobby went as far to say as it's almost as if everyone is kind of back down to zero even playing field. Each team has eight to nine games left in the season, um, so everybody's got a chance to to grab a playoff spot. Charlie O'Connor-Clark, who's been on the show before, made some interesting points in an article that he released for the CPL today. He wrote that if the CPL playoffs had started this week, Ottawa would have hosted the first match, which was a playing game against fifth place Halifax Wanderers. But if they'd started two weeks ago, then Ottawa would have headed to Nova Scotia for that game. And three weeks ago, York United would have hosted Halifax and Atletico would have missed the postseason completely. So just to put this into perspective, for those of you who don't know, Atletico are now tied with the Wanderers for fourth and York are fighting for a spot uh, over their next couple matches to grab fifth place. Meaning at this point in the season, the difference between two spots could make or break a playoff run and... That might even come down to a point or goal differential. So I thought I would ask Kwesi Poku this morning about his thoughts because clubs are now starting to establish themselves, um, establish their philosophies. Managers are approaching their second or third year for the most part. So there's a lot of different elements that create this uh, even playing field across the league. So I asked Kwesi whether or not he found there to be a difference this season in terms of the competitiveness across the league and whether or not it's safe to say that you can't count any team out because everyone has something to offer. Uh, every game is a tough game. Um, you can see it through our past results and you can see it in the table also. I mean, it's very close. A team wins and they go up maybe two or three spots. A team loses and they go down maybe two or three spots. So it's been really close this year and I think the, the new playoff bracket has... Um, a say in that so from a neutral standpoint i think it's great it's great to watch it's it's good for the league um people want to watch you know competitive games and i feel like if they're watching something and they know the outcome or they know what's going to happen no one wants to watch that so the fact that it's getting more competitive is really good for the league mm-hmm. and really good for canadian soccer Last but not least, looking ahead to Saturday's match, if you did get a chance to watch Behind the Beard, you'd know that it is our signature match night. So if you're planning on stopping by, stick around afterwards because the entire Forge FC team will be coming out to sign some autographs. Um, I decided to ask a few players, you know, who has the best, who has the worst signatures, just to give you guys a heads up going into this weekend so you know who to target and who not to target. So Malik chimed in, and then Jordan Hamilton had a funny story afterwards as well. Best signature, I'd say uh, Crazy Poker. Worst signature, uh, Jordan Hamilton, no hashtag. Yeah, yeah, we're doing best and worst signatures. Malik just called you out for having the worst ones. (laughs) I have a bad signature? No, you don't. You just didn't put a hashtag. I will say I've had this... My my high school teacher, the greatest teacher of all time. Wow. Miss McLean. Shout out. I signed my first contract in <laughs> grade 12. Yeah. She was there when I signed it. And she asked me what the heck that signature was. <laughs> so that day we came up with my signature. 
No way. And it's been the same and you've ever, had it since. ever since. Yeah. So I Miss think McLean. it's I think it's a class. I gotta talk to her. I, need I some think help. it's a class signature. To be honest, okay. I did not hashtag the number because I kind of, you know, Nico just, just threw yeah, it in yeah, my yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. finished practice. Good hashtag, but I can't let man's down there, bro. Usually it's a young guy thing that We're they sign their Simon. whole. I haven't seen Simon's signature, honestly. It's a print. It's a print. Pretty shocking. It's a Simon <laughs> Guardiola. That'll wrap up today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget, tomorrow we will get into the pre match press conference as well as what to expect from Halifax on Saturday. This has been Forge Daily with Mackenzie Barwell. If you like what you heard, please like, follow, subscribe, comment, and share. 